Hello, welcome to episode 7 of Scare Zone, Halloween Horror Nights podcast. A little bit different today. I'm here actually with Scott. Scott, we've been, we've been calling you, uh, you know, via Skype or via Zencaster, which works only a quarter of the time. Uh, but actually, for the first time ever, we, we're actually in the same room. Yeah, that's pretty cool, right? <laughs> we've actually met. That's yeah, good. So right. now it's me and you have met. And uh, Chris is still ambiguous. We have no idea. We, we barely know what he looks like. But uh, he's he's out there somewhere in, in England. We'll meet him one day. I we think, think he's we in think, England. We think we have, yeah. he could. This could be a fraud. He, he could, could be in New England. For all we know. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, hopefully we'll, we'll meet him in the fall when he comes down for Halloween Horror Nights. But who who knows? Well, we are in actually because you may say, how are we there? Am I in Florida? No, we're not in Florida. We're in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, just a few hours up the road from Nashville. Because uh, Scott is here for a work trip. I guess we can say. I don't know what you can say. So we'll say work trip. Yeah, I hate calling wrestling work. I've never called it work, but yeah. I don't know if we're allowed to say yeah, yeah. What, what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm here with NXT tonight. I've been working like you know we talked about before. I've been working with them, and I've been on the road with them for the last three days: Indianapolis, Cincinnati, and then tonight Louisville. Yeah, which is awesome. I mean, we're excited. We're here. We're going to see the show tonight, so I'm I'm pumped. And you're here. You're booking the matches, doing a lot of cool stuff with NXT. It's been that, a lot of fun. That's awesome. I'm I'm excited. I said I told you before. It's like I'm almost more excited for me than I am for you that you're now with NXT because it's fun. It's fun. It makes me more engaged even in the programming. But, guys, we're not talking wrestling. We're going to talk Halloween Horror Nights still, even though we are here in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, Dylan Spears here is running audio, so I'm going to let Dylan say hi. Hey, guys. Dylan wrote the music, the beginning of Scare Zone. I did. Is that your laugh? Uh, it is not. It is some, it's, it's Chris's laugh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we brought Chris in via Skype because he can't be in person, but... Well, later on, <laughs> later on in the show today, uh, we have some special guests. The Tim Tracker and the Jen Tracker are going to be on. Uh, and actually, Chris will be on that segment, and Scott won't, so it's a confusing episode. But you know, you've got, you're familiar with them, and, and more than maybe even I am, with you know, your son, I guess, is a, is a fan. Yeah, it's a pretty funny story. Like, my, my kids have been around, you know, all the major stars in wrestling, you know, John Cena and Triple H, and, you know, I mean, Stephanie and Vince McMahon. They've right. been around everybody in the wrestling business. And... Uh, we were at Halloween Horror Nights last year, and all of a sudden, my son's face just like dropped, and he's like, he wouldn't even move. And and, and my my Taylor and my daughter said, like, he, the guy's a YouTuber, like, and uh, and I said, Keith, who is he? He's like, that's, that's Tim, Tra- that's that Tim Tracker. Tim Tracker. <laughs> I'm like that Tim Tracker. <laughs> so he was the he was literally starstruck by the the, the, the Jen and Tim. So it was it was really cool. So they they were really nice to him, and they uh, they did a photo with him. That's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, their videos are great. I, you know, I, I dove in a little bit last year during Halloween Horror Nights. We talk about that, and and why they're really on the show is they did the character dining, which uh, Tim reached out to me and said, hey, you know, uh, if you want a topic for us to talk about, because they've been awesome, they've promoted the show, they've just been very nice, and you know, sometimes that's rare to find people that are really nice and they just enjoy the show. So they came on. They said, hey, we heard you guys in a previous episode talking about that character dining that hasn't ha- that you guys haven't done, and we've done it. So they dive into that, and it's awesome. So make sure you listen to that, but. Scott, since we last spoke, uh, there have been some announcements, not anything huge. The Halloween house was announced. Halloween 2 or Halloween, I think yeah, something hell comes to Haddonfield yeah, or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. Have you ever seen Halloween 2? Actually, we just watched it the other night. Did you? I yeah, just did too. Yeah. What do uh, you think? I, I like the movie. I, I had never seen it. Yeah. Uh, really slow, yeah. like methodical. Yeah. Like I yeah. don't know how that's going to translate. Yeah. What do you What do you feel? Well, the funny thing is, like now when you watch when you watch uh, movies that you know are going to be houses, like you oh that's going to be in the movie. That's going to be in the movie. Yeah, I made a list. I'm going to pull up my list. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The syringe in the eye. That's yeah. Gonna that's going to happen. Syringe yeah. in the eye. Burning Michael, which they said is going to happen, which I don't know how, but yeah. it could be awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a few of those ones. I want to figure out they can do the hot tub. I don't know how they'll, how they'll necessarily do it. Yeah. but Because honestly, in the movie, there's very few like gore moments. Right. Like There's maybe right. three or four moments. I'm like, oh, that's a big, gross moment. Right. Everything else is just kind of very, 
methodical and spooky. Like right. I, I, I am not a horror fan. I kind of enjoyed it because it wasn't this like every time you just go like, oh god. It's, right. It actually was kind of fun. It seemed like maybe uh, did they did um, Universal hint at like parts of it being outside. I can't remember. Like outside sure. the houses. Yeah. Like some, I know a lot of the movie took place outside. Yeah, there was a lot of outside. So maybe. I think it's going to be cool. I mean, Michael Myers, you know, is involved. It's, it's, uh, I think that's, that's cool anyway. Yeah, I think it'll be higher paced than what we've seen uh, in the movie. Because I think you guys will watch the movie if you haven't yet. And I want to do like commentary. Chris uh, hasn't seen it yet, and he talks about that later. But, uh, you know, after watching it, there was that bit of me going, like, did they, the last Halloween house was such a hit. Yeah. The party feels like they're like, okay, we have to follow up and let's do the sequel, which, uh, had you ever seen until this point? I hadn't. You know, it was five stars on on uh, yeah on iTunes. Horror fans love it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was like, I don't. I think it may be one of those things, kind of like Star Wars. If you didn't grow up with it, and yeah. you go back and you you know, if you show, like if I show my kids the original Star Wars yeah. now, they're like, this is boring. But yeah. to me, it's, it's like the great. greatest thing ever. You know. So I don't know, like never seeing it as a kid. Like if you grew up on it. It may be a different thing, but it, it was okay. But it <laughs> right. like I was what I was expecting. Right, I'm glad to have seen it, knowing what I'm getting myself into, and I hope we see some of those spots. Yeah, but really, I was like, is this just going to be a hospital? And Michael Myers is going to be running around, yeah. like, which is cool. Which is cool. Yeah. It'll be fun, and I hope they do some of that outside stuff because some of that was actually pretty fun. Some of the actual Halloween portions of of the movie, but it wasn't anything like uh, I don't know. I, I'm excited about The Exorcist. I'm really yeah. excited about uh, those. We're really excited about Chance. Right. This one's just kind of extra little bonus. Like I know the Halloween house was such a huge hit. They, they, it was. It's a logical reason to follow it up. But I'm again after watching the movie, I kind of feel the same way. I'm like, it was. It was fun. But my buddy William, who is a hardcore horror fan, was just like, he's never been to Halloween Horror Nights, and he's like, I may have to come because Halloween Two is my favorite of the series. Really? And I said, oh, we're trying to get on uh, one of the guys who played Michael Myers in that film. He's like, oh, and he gave me the guy's name. I'm like, you really know your stuff about uh, this. So he's he may be our horror expert yeah. that comes in because me, you, and Chris are real bad at that. Yeah, uh, yeah cool. <laughs> like I went to see The Conjuring too. I've actually seen it twice in the last few weeks, and to me, that was like that was terrifying. Yeah, I haven't seen. Like, it. Oh my god! Like, yeah. you know, parts where you get like goosebumps. Like, yeah, not really in uh, Halloween too. Yeah, no, no, no. Halloween too. Like I think it was one moment that I was kind of like, oh, okay, there was a jump scare. Yeah. Other than that, it was like, all right, very long setups. Right. You see him in the background, slowly right. walking towards you with a knife, and then you know stuff happens. But right. before the time, it was probably terrifying. I'll, I'm in the mode now. I'm going to start watching these movies, and I want to do that. I, I think it'd be good for all of us to. Yeah, we do that. Every you do year. that. Yeah. yeah, and I I don't do that. Like I've never until this year. I've never done that mainly because really until the last. I feel like the last few years, it's been like a lot of times. It's you know Freddy or it's Leatherface, or it's these characters, more than it is like, we are taking you to the movie. Right. And I love that, right. though. Right. Because that makes that, that engages me as a, as a film buff go, okay, there's an extra level of this. It's not just a typical, going to look creepy, and Freddy's going to jump out. It's going to be, here is a, a setup, that if you know about it, just kind of like we said with The Walking Dead, we probably would have gotten a lot more out of it right. if we were a fan oh, at the man, time. I would love to go back. Yeah, because you know, that one year that they did the did whole, whole thing. Because I knew nothing. Right. I mean, I never watched an episode of The Walking Dead at that right. point. Uh, now that I've watched some, I'm I look forward to. I always look forward to the houses. I think actually, I'm you know, you know, regardless, you heard what Mike said last week on the show. Like, I I've never been one of the people out there hating on the house. So, right. oh, by the way, that was a great interview, huh? Well, thank you. Yeah, uh, you know, without uh, his we, part, his yeah, part. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, well, thanks. <laughs> But it was. No, it was, it was one of the fun. Chris was phenomenal. Man. Yeah, Chris nailed it. Uh, 
no, it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. And, you know, thanks to Mike and everyone honestly at Universal PR for hooking that up and they're helping us out uh, all the time, which is awesome. You don't hear that a lot. And that's where Universal kind of thrives is, oh. is oh. they actually engage on, we talk about that with the trackers. They engage oh. with this. They call it because I finally found like the term for it. Cause we would go back and forth. Like, what do we call it? Or a podcast, a theme park. Cause we have these other shows too. And they're like, you're, we, we consider you theme park media. I'm like, okay, there you go. That's we are cool. theme park media. I, cool. I like that term. Yeah. I'm going to use that term from now on. Uh, but it's, it's cool. I like, like the way they engage. Yeah, my, I mean, Mike. Mike is so good for that. I mean, you just listening to him last week, or you know, and listening to him talking to him, he's like he's so passionate about what he does, and he just loves what he does. I mean, I think he's so he's so good for the event. And I went to the media event last year, and just stood back. I didn't do anything, but I just stood back and watched him and the way he he uh, interacted with everybody interviewing him. It's like they just you can tell that they just respect him so much. Yeah, and and he's so genuine with them. It's it's really really cool to see. Well, we you know in that interview because. Obviously, it's our biggest episode ever. I mean, a lot of, because Mike put it out uh, through the Halloween. And look, the fact they even did that. Look, I'm going to go interview, and this is just straight up because I've done it. If you go interview some of the top brass at any of the other amusement park industries, right. or whatever you call it, their official accounts aren't going to tweet out your right. podcast. Right. Uh, you know, the fact that he went out and did that shows a level of commitment to the fans of this thing. He was right. referencing, ep- that's also the thing, man. He was referencing episodes yeah. of our show, which yeah, is like, that's really cool, right? That's awesome. I mean, I know you're friends with him. I've been friendly with him over the years, but. It's just it shows their level of commitment as an organization to engage people. Not that other organizations don't, but it's different. It's just different. Let's head over to the interview with the trackers and make sure your son listens to this. <laughs> All right, we'll check back in with Scott. I'm sure next week as he's on the road with the WWE, it's kind of hard to nail him down. But we're joined right now by our buddy Chris Ripley. Chris, you there? Hey Logan, how you doing? I'm good, and we do have a special guest on the program. We've been teasing it. People have been saying, who is it? Who's going to be on the broadcast this week? And we are thrilled to have on the Tim and the Jen. The trackers are on the program. Thank you guys for coming on ScareZone. Thank you for having yeah, us. Hi, thanks for having us. This is awesome. It was quite the introduction. Yes. Right, yeah. It was very, you know, I, I've been spending a lot of time with WWE superstars right now. So that's why I just have this sort of innate uh, speaking capability that is uh, very announcery right now. Uh, but guys, thank you so much. I know a lot of people, I really, first I want to say, Thank you for even talking about our show. Uh, you know, just to clarify, I mean, Tim, this is the first time we've ever spoken, and Jen, I've I've no connection with you guys, and I'm not sure if Chris does or Scott. But uh, other than I know Scott's son is a huge fan. Um, you know, we're just excited to um, have you guys help out, and even just tell people about the show. We really appreciate it. Yeah, well, I mean, you guys do a good job, so we're happy to to let everybody know as as much as we can. Yeah. You'd, you'd be surprised. I know you wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> You're in this, what are they called, theme park media uh, as well. And uh, sometimes, you know, you never know. There's some good people. There's, uh, you know, it goes interesting. Uh, well, guys, <laughs> there's, uh, you know, I've only been in it like eight months and I've had some run-ins. It's odd. You know, we've had some some battles around the corner. It's odd. Uh, you know, people in the podcast universe are, are, are interesting folks and I love them all, but that doesn't mean they love us back. You know, it is what it is. Uh, well, well, guys, uh, I'm yeah. sure most of you who are listening to this show because you're so engaged with what's happening, follow uh, Tim and Jen and all their adventures on YouTube. And we'll get into that, I'm sure. But one thing they wanted to, you guys wanted to talk about, and actually, uh, as you probably have heard on the show, I didn't get to go to Halloween Horror Nights 25, which is like the biggest heartbreaker in the world. Um, but you guys did, and we're able to kind of put out some awesome videos that helped me get through those times, helped me get through it. And one of them you guys want to talk about, I didn't even think about it until you mentioned it, was that you guys did the character dining experience, something that is uh, is unique, and I don't know anyone else who's done it. So, you know, what were your thoughts? 
I thought it was really fun. Like I really enjoyed doing this character dining. I think we're going to do it again this year because yeah. we had so much fun. I definitely want to. Yeah. So I basically the gist is you show up a little bit before horror nights, like mm-hmm. the actual event, and they usher you into. Uh-huh. Usher. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. And they usher you into uh, Monsters Cafe where you get like a little buffet and then you get to sit down and then there's just scare actors roaming around all over the place. Yeah, it was really, I thought the most uh, memorable part of the entire evening that we had there was, the food was good, but I think that the character interaction is really like what I went for. I definitely um, enjoyed seeing like our favorite clown was there, like they had the... the, um, clown wielding like chainsaw the guys from springfield yeah Yeah. and so they um our favorite clown was there so that was cool we got to talk to him um we got to actually sit down and talk with mike aiello and tj and that was like really cool and um and the food i mean the food was good but i think the highlight was just all the interactions yeah we got to over towards the like the bathroom area sort of they had set up what was it like two or three different picture spots where you could get some of the main icons? Yeah, so pictures. that's that's when we met the usher. Yeah. And he he took the the camera and like made his own vlog. It was so amazing. It yeah, was awesome. If anyone hasn't seen that, <laughs> stop right now and go watch it. I I I showed it to my wife yesterday. I was like, "You have to see this." Cuz she she likes Halloween Horror Nights. She tolerates it for me. She doesn't really love the houses, but loves the characters, loves the icons. And I showed her that. She's like, we have to do this. Like, that's incredible. <laughs> like, that's hysterical. One, it's just funny. And and that is also different. And maybe you guys, may, maybe we just didn't see all of it on the video. You you hear, you think of obviously like the Disney character dining and you think of those kind of things. Is it? <laughs> and, and when you hear this is going to be the Halloween Horror Nights equivalent. However, it did seem in your videos like that it is a little bit more lighthearted. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. definitely. Well, they're, not out, they're not there just scaring you to death while you eat. No, well, no. no. <laughs> they'll stop by your table and they'll take pictures with you and stuff like that. Well, and most of them were not speaking characters. Um, I think only two of them, or I guess three of them, were actually speaking characters. The rest were like the pumpkin head guys or the like. Um, who else did they have that didn't speak? They had one of the guys from. Like the ones that were covered in the black cloaks, I think. Oh, yeah. So a lot of it was kind of like miming interactions. They weren't like jump scaring you or anything right. like that. They were just really posing for photos and stuff. Um, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't scary, I don't think. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. a scary experience at all. So it was definitely a cool way to introduce somebody who maybe isn't totally sure if they're into it yet. Like, because it's before it's dark, it's still light outside, you know, you're walking in, you're seeing what the characters are going to be in the streets. They're not scaring you, so maybe that's a good way to, like, ease somebody into it. <laughs> the bring the, bring the children. <laughs> <laughs> the only problem is... We did is... see some kids in there, though, so I guess... You can't. Hey, when yeah. I when I looked at it, I was like, that's the only way my son would be cool. He loves characters. He loves scary characters, but he's not going to Halloween. He's like a four-year-old. He's not going to Halloween Horror Nights. But there was a little bit that watched that video. I was like, he would love that. <laughs> like, that was great. Right. It yeah. looked like so much fun. The only I problem is – I wonder if you could do the, the character dining and, and not, not – Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to say is I, like after the – after it's – after you're done, it's Halloween they, Horror Nights. Oh, I'd have to like blindfold him and get him out there. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think – I think you had to have a Horror Nights sure. ticket oh, okay, okay. and also buy the character dining. Right. Okay. Gotcha. That's awesome. Do you think now, now Chris, you got something? I'll let Chris jump in. Well, no, I was just going to say, I remember being in Mel's once and I was, I was eating a cheeseburger and this character come up behind me and just jumped. Uh, I swear I nearly choked to death. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> 
So if people, you know, are not scaring you while you're at this event, I think that's great. <laughs> they learned from you. They knew after yeah. you got jumped, Chris, they said, you know what? We can't do this guy. When they, when they saw a, a vampire giving the Heimlich to a guy <laughs> in Elks, they knew. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Now, last year, obviously, it was the icons of all the icons essentially were there. And not all icons were at the event, but that was the kind of theme. It was Jack and Jack and friends. Uh, this year, obviously, the theme is a little different. So I'm curious where they go. Uh, you know, is it going to be a chance-themed character dining experience? Well, and that's the thing is there oh. weren't just the icons there. Right. There was also people from... They had from each of Scare Zones. Yeah. They, had, they had like certain, like the Pumpkinhead guys from Bayou of Blood. Or no, um, the other one. What was it last year? It Was it not Bayou of Blood? No, what that am was the year before. Of? Oh, shoot. What am I thinking of? What was that? It was the the bush, the guy that was dressed like a bush. Yeah, Chris. What is Chris? What's the bush <laughs> man? I'm on it. I wasn't there. I'm on it. What, what scare zone was it, it last was, year? It was the scare zone next to La Bumba on the way to um, Kidstown. Uh, evil root, evil's roots, evil's roots. Beat that's, you, Chris. that's it. Chris, yeah. you got up your game. Come on. <laughs> Second time in a row, man. No, I'm just kidding. But they did have scare actors from each. So they did. They have anybody from Scary Tales? No. And I guess they didn't have anybody from All Night Dying. So maybe it was just the clowns and... I think they they may have had... I'm getting all my... And some the of icons. the events. Like it's, it's the yeah. Halloween Horror Nights blur. We've talked about it on other right, episodes. Exactly. It all just... it's it, People have asked that, like, what's your favorite house? What's your favorite scare zone? I'm always like, it's all just kind of like an event that's uh, in my mind. <laughs> yeah. No, totally. That's exactly what okay, it is. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the list now. There were... Body collectors were in there. Yes. Oh, yeah, they did. Right, right. Okay. You're, a, you're a fan of, correct? The body collectors, Tim. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was an awesome house. <laughs> yeah. And they had the big, the big, the main body collector guy with like the red jacket, like yeah. the big dude. Yeah. Top yeah. body collector. Yeah. The yeah. Main, main man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the main man. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, we'll definitely, um, we'll, we'll embed the video into our, uh, if we can. Do you allow embedding videos? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So then we will. I don't. I'm, I personally never embedded one of your videos. So we'll embed one of the videos in our our scares on post. But you can just go directly to their accounts. Again, I'm sure you're probably following it. But we wanted to hear. We want to hear firsthand what it was like to be uh, to be at this thing. Because again, I missed last year. Chris wasn't able to go, and I'm sure people are kind of curious whether it's worth uh, worth the money. And in some ways, it's good because you get your photos out of the way. And what I hear, it's now like a selfie circus at Halloween Horror Nights, and yeah. uh, you, you yeah. can kind of avoid that a little bit for yourself. Which I'm I'm hoping that they can do something about. That I don't know if they can because people have cell phones oh. all over the place. Yeah, it's just it's tough to be scared in the streets when it's a flash every two seconds and yeah. people are kind of like forcing the scare actors to stay there for a selfie. Yeah, so especially when people do the video light, they're just walking through the oh. scare zone. It's pitch black and they've got their that video lights the on. Worst. See, I, oh. that's a, I didn't go last year, and for some reason I don't remember this like twenty four or even like a few where we had phones. We had this, but all of a sudden, everyone is telling me about these. Now, maybe it helped that the main characters were kind of out and about. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think that was a lot of it, too. But you know what I think a lot of it is? Is Snapchat. Yeah. Uh, I really do. It's the kids. <laughs> it is I can't even figure Snapchat. out how to turn it on. <laughs> My wife is on. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. There, nothing <laughs> happens when I turn it on. There's no no one is there. Nothing, nothing, nothing's happening. Uh, it, it disturbs me greatly. Uh, but yeah, I guess so. I guess you are seeing you, you maybe a younger generation. You, I'm, I've been going for 13 years, but you know some of these kids, some of these kids, I've been going out 15. But uh, it's uh, it's exciting though. I'm excited that people are willing to want to share the Halloween Horror Night stuff. But I. I'm not looking forward to this year going and probably the 
the chance scare zone or whatever that ends up being the highlighted scare zone is filled with that camera video, which I mean, man, you guys take lots of video, but you do it respectfully, professionally and with uh, hidden camera, the uh, weird devices that you wear on your head. I watched that on, uh, <laughs> I, I watched that. So uh, you know, that's interesting. I, I did want to touch on, you guys have obviously, and, and Chris kind of has a moment because we talked about this before. I watched an, an interview you guys have done before. And you guys have some deep ties to, to Universal, not just Halloween Horror Nights. You guys are big fans. But Chris, you've said many people have gotten married actually at Halloween Horror Nights, right? Yeah, I mean, as far back, uh, um, going going way back, people have been getting married. I mean, I know particularly at Sweet 16, there was a very large wedding that happened there uh, on one of the evenings at Halloween Horror Nights where all of the icons were um, the, the congregation, if you like, at the wedding. Oh, that's pretty neat. That's a top dollar oh. wedding. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was It was in the uh, house for the care, caretaker. They actually had the ceremony on the steps. Yeah. Um, and then they moved off to a uh, have their reception on one, in one of the sound stages that was empty. So a little bit different than your story, guys. I, I heard your story. So I want to care to tell people, you, now you didn't get married during Halloween Horror Nights, but no. you did get married uh, in some way at, uh, at the studios. Yeah. Yeah. We got married in on the bridge between Jurassic Park and Hogsmeade. Well, our original plan was to get married on the Hulk and one of our subscribers was like, "Oh, I'll I'll marry you guys. Like, I'll go get my or get ordained or whatever Through it is." Through the internet. Right. And so we're like, <laughs> "Okay, it'd be cool. It'd be cool to have like an internet wedding for like sure. YouTube." And then we also of course had like our religious blessing outside of the internet, right. but but yeah, so we went and we were like, let's do this on the Hulk. And then I was going to like close caption it or, um, you know, like put the words on the bottom right. of the screen because you weren't going to be able to hear us. And um, Tim being like the super nice, good guy that he is, told them, he's like, hey, so we're thinking about getting married on the Hulk. And they immediately were like, no. <laughs> like, no. Do you know like, what the people pay to have all of the exactly, icons? Right. That's, <laughs> yeah. exactly, that's exactly what he said. He's like, yeah, no, people pay for this kind of stuff. So you yeah. can't just do that. And we were like, oh, ding, dang. Okay, so what can we do? And then actually, they were really cool. They took us all around the park and they were like, let's see if we can do it here. We were going to do it in the bottom of Men in Black. And somebody said no. And then we were going to do it in Ollivander's. Somebody said no. And I mean, but he really was trying to help us find a place that was actually like a legit place that would be uh, like cool to do it at with the park. Like they wouldn't be upset about it type sure. thing. And so we ended up just doing it on the bridge right outside yeah. of. He's um, like, you can do it here, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Like, but he really did try to help us. Well, I- Don't tweet it to JK Rowling. Yeah. <laughs> Right, exactly. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah. she doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She yeah, seems so- cool. She seems like she would like it. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. She's got enough. She's good. She's fine with people getting. <laughs> My friends had a Harry Potter themed wedding that was uh, completely unlicensed. So I think that's fine. Uh, I, I, I think she'd approve of that. But you know, you guys talk about this and your love for, for Halloween Horror Nights and for Universal Studios. And what I do find interesting, maybe you guys, you, we be Universal, and maybe that's what you're talking about with your wedding situation, just seems to be awesome at dealing with. Uh, PR and media, and even I see them tweeting you guys all the time uh, out of the blue. Has that been a cool experience for you guys to have this sort of, you know, almost a relationship with the company being a a theme park media, you know, like you said, a YouTube channel? I think it's really cool because we're we're not media. Um, We're just two people that that like I no no I, I get that we do like a social media thing but like right. we're we're literally just two people who just love theme parks and so the fact that like our YouTube channel has kind of caught on and and people kind of know us for going to Universal and for going to Disney and the fact that those companies are like kind of 
friendly with us. Like, it's really neat. And it kind of makes me feel like, like, hey, oh, all right, we're kind of doing like the right thing. Like, we're yeah. This is awesome. So, yeah, I guess, yeah. I've seen the relationship, even just telling you the wedding story, like you're saying they tried to make it work when really, sure. like I had a Disney wedding. I was married at Walt Disney World. So, like, I know if I was, like, even just a probably a pretty good fan and a pretty big supporter of theirs, be like, I want to get married here and, and not pay the absorbent fee. They'd probably be like, okay, just get out. Uh, you know, I know some of my friends that have, uh, but they weren't asking. <laughs> you know, what I like is you guys asked and they did figure it out. Even though they had to go through some, some you know, issues, it's still they still figured out for you. And I just like that about universal. Like they're just, they've been they're They're had their social media skills down. They're, they're cool. is what it seems like. For yeah, sure, definitely. I love tweeting at them. Like right. I love, love that they'll have like gif wars with people or gif war, whatever, however you say it with people. Yeah. I'm on team like, gif. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Okay. Awesome. Um, but I think that's amazing. And I think that it's cool that they're so playful and like lighthearted and I, I love it. I think, I think that it's pretty amazing that as far as horror nights, Twitter goes, Oh, I like that they talk to each other. Like and they, like, taunt each oh, other. Oh, yeah, they, make, they, oh they go at it. But also, it's like, amazing. that's a direct line to Mike Aiello. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, if you want to tell, what is he, the creative director of Horror Night yeah. something, you can tweet at him. He might not respond to you, but he will see it. Yeah. For sure. He said that last episode, which is he has a phone dedicated just to that Twitter account, and he reads every single tweet that comes in. He may not acknowledge it, especially if it's not, you know, friendly. Uh, but <laughs> but he will, you know, he, he does see it. And I think you're right. I think that is a, a awesome thing that you don't necessarily see. Obviously, in Twitter, you do have the opportunity to reach out to people, but to know that someone's there and actually watching and understanding and listening has been cool. I mean, look, the fact they even tweeted out, you know, that account, which was run by Mike, tweeted out our show just tells you, you know, where they're headed. Yeah. yeah. And another I, I, another interesting thing that happened was, so the year that, like, they were talking about, or the year that they put out Halloween as the house. Yeah. They, um, they, were, they were tweeting about it and how it was coming out. And I tweeted at Horror Nights after we had watched Halloween. I was like, this house won't be complete unless it has this cat picture because in the movie, Halloween, there's just this random <laughs> black and white cat picture. It's so random. <laughs> the, the camera just pans past it and I was like, what in the world was that? It was just like a and, and he, Mike, giant wall-sized totally poster like, of a kitten. He's like, we're on it. And, yeah. they, to- and they got it. They put a cat yeah. picture in the Halloween house. So you influenced it. That's awesome. Or yeah. That's really cool. And have you guys watched Halloween 2 now, prepping? Oh, no, we were just talking about this today. So that is um, something like our one of our traditions every year now is we do watch all of the movies or shows or whatever correlating to these um, houses. We haven't started yet, but we will soon. I'm yeah. super excited. Yeah, I watched Halloween 2 over the weekend for, for the first time. I had never seen it. And uh, I, I'm, I'm curious for your thoughts. Let us know when you have them. Chris, you got something? Yeah, well, last week I managed to dumbfound Mike by asking him what his favorite house of all time was. So I'm going to ask the question to you two. What is your favorite house? Um, Ooh, of all time, my of all time. How long have you guys been going? I started. Well, I was. I, I have this weird thing where I don't remember most of my younger <laughs> years. It happens to all of us. But I went one time, probably in like '98. All right. And then we started. But going then back we started going back again at Halloween Horror Nights '20. And then my first time was '21, actually. And then we've been going every year since. Yeah. But I would say favorite house. My favorite house, I think, is. Not the scariest house, but I really enjoyed the story behind the house. And for me, I think it's um, Dead End. 
Like, yeah, I I thought that was a really cool story. It was basically like they manifested the evil in the house. Like they kept telling all these ghost stories until one day it became true and the house was actually haunted. Yeah. And I thought that was just like a really cool story behind the house. And I did like that mirror trick in there. I thought that in the little um, atrium part. Oh, yeah. When they had the scary plant. (laughs) (laughs) Good old scary plant. (laughs) You can't get past that. You got the scary plant. You got the the, the wood man, tree man you talked about earlier. So that's just, it's the tradition. Tim, your favorite. Thank you. I think I'm I'm leaning towards the original Halloween house from two years ago. Yeah, it was a great house. I like that house a lot. So so Halloween 2 has got a lot to live up to for you. Yeah. Well, I'm really excited because in the description that I think Mike wrote it up on the blog, they talk about how um, he will reach his fiery end at the end. Yeah. And I'm excited because Ooh. if you guys have seen the walkthroughs of the new – Walking Dead attraction out in Hollywood or the walkthroughs of the Yeah, Kong it's awesome queue. looking, yeah. We've got this new fire effect that Universal has got down pat now. And so I'm excited to see that happening in a Halloween Horror Nights house. Yeah, obviously that now spoiled the film for you, but you get to see it. Uh, oh, the, the, uh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't, I, I, look, I, I don't think any of us are watching it thinking that's a, you know something that we're not spoiling anything. We're here to watch to see what's <laughs> going to be at the house. Uh, but I am curious, like, like you said, like those kind of moments, they said they were going to show it, so... How does that happen? And I do love that. I love that anticipation coming in, you know, going into Horror Nights each year. And, you know, do you guys do anything else you do to prep? You watch each movie. You uh, Are you guys going multiple nights? And obviously it looks like you go multiple nights. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. And I think we'll probably also do like an Unmasking the Horror tour. Um, maybe a couple of those just to see the houses before. Yeah. Like lights on. Have you, done the, have you done the RIP tour? I have. Okay. I've done the RIP tour. We're doing it for the first time this year. General thoughts. Oh. It's amazing. It is amazing. <laughs> like if if you can do it, then that's the best way to see Halloween Horror Nights. Because it's just like they they lead you around and they take you to the front of the lines at every house and they take you to Bill and Ted's and you get like priority seating and you get priority too, right? seating at Bill and Ted's. Don't you get like food and drinks? I don't. No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. They told us but, there would be some light beverages. So oh, so oh. good. So, yeah. So I, I hopefully you're you're wrong, Tim. Yeah. Well, the I. I did do one where they stopped off at that little timeshare selling point in between Men in Black and the Fear Factor Theater. Yeah, there was drinks there. Oh, so we'll see. What? Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I just I just was looking at the list. I have I have Wikipedia open up in front of me that um, HHN Wikipedia, and I have to go back to my favorite house. I think I have a tie. Okay, because well, no. I I forgot about Gothic. Gothic was such a good house. Yes. Okay, there you go. Sorry. There you I go. Forgot about, <laughs> forgot about Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods was yeah. such a good house. Cabin in the Woods, highly, highly regarded among the community. Definitely. Oh, man. That was a hard question. You guys like, can recall that. I, I don't think we've answered that, Chris. You know, we've asked people we that. But people are, yeah, I'm fine oh. with not. Let's not answer it. I think it's well, no, I want you to answer it now. Oh, uh, <laughs> I always go for, for giant baby head muscle men thing. That's, oh. uh, that one was just I, that. Whenever I think of Halloween Horror Nights, weirdly, that's the first house that pops in my head. Maybe I was deeply disturbed by it, but I, I loved it. Uh, it it's certainly not my favorite, but it was, I mean, that one always sticks out of my mind. <laughs> well, my, and my, Werewolf. And where everyone loves werewolf, but mine literally changes every year, uh, every week. Um, I think at the moment my favourite is the original Friday the Thirteenth that was in the Jaws queue because that was just really what really on point. I'm going to put you in. What year was that? Two thousand and seven. Two thousand seven. So I should recall that very in detail, but for some reason I, it's not in my head. It just it's just the first time they'd used the Jaws queue and it actually worked as the Jaws queue. If that makes sense. 
oh with yeah the, with, the, with the water behind it and everything mm. it just really was perfect for that house yeah so there you go so you got the exclusive guys we finally admitted what our favorite <laughs> houses were uh you know after what eight weeks of waiting not even seven episodes <laughs> of waiting <laughs> the grand reveal is not that impressive um the answer is I always say it's the, the, the HHN blur. That's to me. It's all it all. I have favorite years more than I have favorite houses. I loved sixteen. I loved um, I loved seventeen, <laughs> and I've loved obviously twenty and twenty. I I would have loved twenty five, but I wasn't there. I just went through the POV of Mister Trekker, and uh, which was great. It was a lot of fun. And and do you guys feel that way? And this is we can kind of. I know we all got stuff to do, and you're busy people, and uh, you got to go ride Kong again and make us feel <laughs> jealous. And uh, you guys, do you feel that almost somewhat of responsibility in a weird way because you are not only showcasing uh, these rides, like you know, shooting videos and showing not rides but attractions and, and different things, but you are kind of, for a lot of people, including myself this past year when my, my wife was expecting and I couldn't get down, um, you are their eyes to these things that are sometimes even limited. Well, it's not that we, we feel an obligation. We just like showing it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like we're we're already there and we're enjoying it. And so, I mean, I guess I do understand it is a bit of an obligation because we do feel like we have to share it because there are so many fans in the community, like you said, that can't come. So yeah, I guess we kind of feel like it's an obligation. And I mean like that a, a positive fun, way, like a like, fun one. Yeah, yeah no, no, one. I mean that in a way that's that's you know it's important to you. Yeah, yeah, for sure, it is. That's a good way to put it. It is definitely important to us. It's like when they first to, starting put start putting out the street props. Oh my we gosh, we lose like, our minds. It's like Christmas. <laughs> We're like, it's happening. <laughs> that is, see, that's great. That's we love hearing that, and I love hearing that people like you guys who are who are there. Unlike Chris and I, who I'm up in in Nashville, Chris is not in our continent. Uh, and when <laughs> no, I typically uh, go to Halloween Rides, it's a couple times in a year. Maybe it's two nights in a row. Maybe it's one night. This year, it's probably going to be one night. We're going to do the RIP tour. That's probably going to be it. No, I was just going to just confirm that. I was just to say that being that I live in the UK most of the time, I, I live vicariously through the trackers videos as well. You know, I do feel like you're in the parks because you get the music and the sounds and the noises. You know, if we just had the smells as well, it'd be like virtual reality, I think, your videos. So. Yeah. This oh, game. that's so! Thank you guys for the it's nice just, words. It's just a that's very. Awesome. This is a very long YouTube uh, comment that we're giving you right now, <laughs> and it's it's a it's a positive one, which I know is always good. Uh, yeah, thanks, guys. <laughs> no, enjoy. What so? What's next going on for you guys? I know, obviously, you are out in the parks, you know, multiple times a week. But what's coming up next for the trackers? And when do you start really looking into your Halloween Horror Nights coverage? Well, we just started. We we've started looking at actually flights this year. Oh yeah, for California because oh. we're we're hoping to see the West Coast. We've never been. Yeah, for for horror nights. Yeah, I haven't either. Chris is gone, and we want to do an episode on that someday. So maybe if you guys go, let us know. We're definitely hoping to do it this year, um, like for sure. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, awesome. So make sure to if you guys have been curious about Halloween Horror Nights Hollywood, which I think we all a little bit are and a little bit jealous that we don't necessarily spend the time there like we should. Uh, check out the uh, the trackers now. If someone, which I I highly doubt it is listening to this uh, podcast that's not familiar with your work, how can people uh, find your, your YouTube channels or whatever you'd like to, to promote? Uh, we're pretty easy to find if you just search for The Tim Tracker on Google or on YouTube. Yeah. We'll pop right up. Right. And then Jen is the Jen Tracker yeah, with two on, ends On social media and yeah. stuff. But yeah, for sure, that's, a, that's the easiest way to find us. 
on the YouTubes. <laughs> all right, we'll link all that again in our show notes, guys. If you probably click your screen, you'll probably be able to actually just go directly to their pages if everything works right. You never know. Sometimes it does. And if you do, you can do it that way and go check out the videos. I highly recommend watching the, this character dining, even if you're not even interested in going, because the moment with the usher is just hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, there's nothing like there's no way to to explain it other than it is so funny. And even the fact that that character was allowed to do what he did, I love. Yeah, yeah it was it was definitely a, a very cool, like intimate experience with the characters that you really didn't think you were going to be able to get that close to and like talk to. Right. right. Yeah, it was yeah, awesome. I, I, I'm surprised he spoke back. You know, kind of I know. Thing. Me too. Me too. My jaw kind of dropped. I was like, "Is this happening?" <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So t- to summarize it, it's character dining, do it. Yeah. Make your dreams come true. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome, guys. Well, we appreciate you taking time out to talk to us, and you're welcome anytime back here on Scare Zone. All right, special thanks to the Tim and the Jen Tracker for coming on Scare Zone. It's awesome to see people in this odd theme park industry, whatever you want to call it, theme park fan-created content. Uh, Logorati. Exactly. Chris, while, you know, earlier, somehow in this episode, I was in Louisville, Kentucky, but now I'm back at home base. You're still where you are. And uh, you know what happened was when, when we got off the air, there was an, an announcement made. We'll get into exactly what happened. But essentially, uh, we, if you go listen to that last episode with, with, with Mike, um, in which you probably already have because the amount of people that downloaded that episode compared to downloaded all of our other episodes is pretty much all of those combined into one. Uh, you know, he kind of – I brought up, you know, can you tell us at least when one announcement is coming? Can you at least tell us that? And he paused for a while and said, no. And I said, it's coming tomorrow, isn't it? And, or, and he paused again, said, I can't tell you. And you know, there was a weird bit to that pause where we all kind of thought, okay, something is going to happen. And we always make the joke that the announcements always come the day after we talk about it. Uh, we, every day, we, each day we release an episode, you know, this is what's going to happen. You know, we're going to release this you know, when we're recording this next week. As soon as we do, there'll be an announcement to be made. But an announcement was made. And what was that, Chris? It was Halloween 2, Hell Comes to Haddonfield. That's right. going to be the next house. That's right. Based on the film Halloween 2 from the 80s, I'll be honest, I had never seen this film. Nobody's ever seen it. I've never seen it. (laughs) No one's seen it. Hey, there are horror buffs out there that have already told me how pumped they are to see this film uh, be created. But no, I I mean, I've seen the original Halloween, but I'll be honest. Again, it's been a long time. Uh, But I had not seen Halloween 2. I don't think ever... And I went back over the weekend and watched it. And it should make for an interesting house or maze or whatever you want to call it. Uh, Chris, have you have you dived in yet? I haven't, no. Right. But uh, from what I've heard, uh, there's quite a lot of houses. And then there's this massive um, uh, hospital section. Yeah, the majority of the film takes place, I guess the majority of the film. It's really interesting. You know, We'll go over this because I know, Chris, you're going to watch it. We're going to do kind of commentary episodes. We're going to bring on a horror expert. And really dive into these these movies that are going to become the, the mazes and the houses that we experience or the scare zones if they're announced uh, later on. Which, by the way, when, when are we going to get scare zone announcements? Do you think they're going to come all at once? Yeah, yeah, unless it's tied to a particular franchise, but normally all in one go. All right, so that, that'll come then. I know a lot of people have been asking, where are the scare zones other than chance? You know, that no one's really talking about them right now. But we wanted to give you guys enough warning also to go watch the movie, and we'll we'll kind of dive into it a little bit more as the year progresses, and maybe even uh, we'll have some listeners on or whoever wants to talk about Halloween 2, what they speculate will happen. I can assure you we will see uh, Michael Myers other, in a hospital. Other than that, uh, you know, who knows? It could just be a fun thing. But that Halloween house was very popular, right? 
the original one a couple of years ago. Uh, the original house, yeah, a few years ago. It was very popular. I mean, last year at Hollywood, um, I managed to walk through the, the Halloween house they had there, and that had just the queues were just solid all night long. Yeah, so very popular. It was kind of like the werewolf of of that year, right? Because it was a werewolf the year before, and then then Halloween. Is that right? I'm, I'm not sure if I'm confusing that right. Uh, I, I think, think you're. Werewolf, the timeline up a was bit. it? I thought werewolf was werewolf back to back. They brought it right back to back, or was it 23, 24 oh, Halloween, twenty five? Sorry, yeah, you mean um, American Werewolf in London? Don't yes, you? Yeah. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think you are. So right. they kind of they kind of originally teased it, like they kind of made that that year's version of that, very detailed, very following the film, uh, and it seems like we're getting that in abundance this year. You know, last usually it's there's that the queen even said that I think in the early episode like I kind of thought Texas Chainsaw was the kind of the big film presentation, but now we're seeing Texas Chainsaw, The Exorcist. Uh, we're obviously now seeing um, with this film with Halloween two. We're even going a little bit more obscure in the Halloween franchise uh, to dive into these specific moments, not just the not just covering the franchise. I think it's interesting. It's, it's a cool take, and I wonder if they just got such good reviews from those you know, specific houses where it feels like you're living in the world or if that, you know, if that influenced it kind of like werewolf where you're like, wow, this does feel like the movie and maybe they just got great press on it. I'm not, not quite sure, but I, I like the trend. Well, I think it goes back to this whole, um, encapsulation in, in an environment, you know, you, you can watch the film and have a sort of escapist moment with the film, but then if you can be taken and put straight into the film physically, I mean, a lot of people moan about IP houses, but to be honest with you, they are incredibly popular with the public. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm the person that, yes, I love the originals, and I will clearly state I love the original houses, and I'm always excited when there's more original houses than there are not. But I think they've upped their game so much in the last couple of years that I'm excited because it's not just Freddy and Jason or something like that where it's just taken like the characters and they're going to jump out at you. You know, it's it's taking specific things that you can go as audience members and, and really dive into that ahead of time to really, like you said, feel like you're in the movie. And they did a great job. I mean, I I'm, I mean, Werewolf Stands Alone is is obviously a lot of people's fan favorites. When I went to the, I remember the night, the day after we went to sort of the behind the scenes tour and they mentioned specifically, you know, how many people, what were your favorite houses? And almost everyone said Werewolf. So I think we're, we're saying something kind of a direct correlation to that. Yeah, I mean, they, they really did take a risk with that because... If you think to yourselves now, I mean, that is a film that came out, what was it, late 70s, 80s? Yeah, I mean, Werewolf was American Werewolf in, in, in I, I mean, in London. In London, yeah, bef- well before I was born, I believe. Well, this is the thing. You know, <laughs> most of the people going, you know, it was released well before any of them were born. So they took a bit of a gamble having that, that there. And I probably just did it because, you know, it was on their list. and They got permission, yeah. John Landis went, yeah, great, do it, you know. So I, I think that has set the precedent. So then now they feel more confident to do an obscure film like Halloween 2 because it is kind of obscure to the wider public. Uh, and then also films uh, like saying we're going to do the 70s Texas Chainsaw. We're going to do The Exorcist. Right. It's you brands know. that are exist, but like you said, those, those icons have been kind of presented, but it's it's so cool to see them presenting a film. And I think that, mm. that's a way to look at it, guys. Not necessarily... And IP, they're presenting a film, and I think that's a that's the way I've kind of grown to love these things, opposed to being like, all right, a Freddy house, you know, it's going to be fine, and we'll walk through, and Freddy will jump out, great. Uh, but this idea of 
presenting a film and telling the story of the film throughout makes me excited about even going back. Look, I would never have watched Halloween 2 unless they announced it. So, Chris, what else? What else is happening in the world of Halloween Horror Nights right now? Anything going on? Well, since the big announcement of Halloween, it has been a little bit slow with news. I mean, no actual official news has, has been coming out of Universal. The only little tidbit of information that we think we can talk about is that we believe strongly and otherwise that uh, the Purge, uh, the, the latest Purge movie, will be featuring as a scare zone. Well, there you go. I and mean, a lot of people were going back and forth about that in the Halloween Horror Nights universe, whether that was just a rumor, whether it's going to happen, or whether because of, you know, obviously, what's going on in the news every day, guys. I mean, whether mm-hmm. that was going to affect the park. And look, that could be a game-time decision. And, you know, they could be making it, assuming, you know, three months from now or two months ago from now, things have calmed down and moved forward. And you may see, you may see a, a switcheroo uh, on, you know, maybe likely what, what happened with, with um, Eddie. Was Eddie that turned into Jack? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, at nine eleven, yeah. Yeah, and and you know, I was there. It was my first year, and to see the change in tone um, was interesting. And you know, maybe that's something that happens. I know a lot of people are speculating that. You know, you hate what happens in the world, but I hate how much it affects even some you know fun that we all get to have and get to experience. And the purge, oddly, you know, I I don't hear about this. This is the third year for the purge potentially. I don't hear the backlash that I hear for for uh, the Walking Dead. No, that's true. That is very true. You know, I wonder why. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. But the Purge 3 election year, um, they've seen uh, a school bus with stuff scrawled all over it and some other props that are being made up in the back lot. So they're, they're kind of suggesting that, that that film will feature as a scare zone, but probably, as you said, rightly, in a, in a more of a, a toned-down yeah. capacity. I'm curious uh, how many Halloween Horror Nights years have featured a school bus in a scare zone. And I'm going to almost venture to admit every one that I've been to since 2001, there has been a school bus somehow in distress. They, they have got their money's worth from that school bus. Yeah. And fun fact, that school bus, I don't know if it's that school bus, but I believe it is, is in the Creed music video for My Sacrifice, which they shot, if I believe. I'll have to go back and look at my dates. I was in the park when they were shooting it. And I believe they were shooting it during Halloween Horror Nights. Because that's why it's all dark and foggy in the background. No guys were taking you back to the early 2000s. But, you know, maybe if, if you want to re-experience Creed, which everyone does, go back and watch My Sacrifice. And uh, you, it's cool. It's actually all shot around Universal. It's fun to watch as a fan. But that scene, I remember them shooting and being like, what's going on over there? That was the first time I saw that school bus. And now that school bus appears. Uh, I, th- I think I now have a, a, a new frequent fear tip to add into my book now. Yeah, I'm going to make sure that's actually true. Um, <laughs> but well, actually, I don't know if there's a name. way. I don't know if there's a way for me. I will say that I was in the park when they were filming it because I remember. Uh, but I do not remember whether it, I believe it was because it was there. It was dark. It was foggy, and it was 2001. Why else would I have been in there? Like it had to be Halloween Horror Nights. So I'll, I'll go back and see if maybe someone else can kind of like corroborate my facts. But I believe that's true. Uh, and and yeah, you feel free to throw that tip in there. You can you can you can. I, I love to get a credit. I excited. I've read I've read a good portion of of your book. And of the new edition, which is out now, and we encourage everyone to go check it out. You can find it on our website at scarezone.com. I'll link you straight to the Amazon page or just look for it on Amazon. I know a lot of you guys have. And I do like, Chris, seeing all the people that post the cover of the – You know, I, I may have been the first to post my picture with the cover I of the book. You, yeah, you did set a trend. I started I a trend. <laughs> at least once a week now, I get people sending me pictures of themselves holding it. So I'm really, really grateful for that. And, have you, you know, held I, it I yet? Do you have a physical copy now? Do you know what? I'm probably the only person that doesn't have a physical copy. Because they're all shipping from the States, I would assume. Well, 
basically the, the way it works is that it's done on a um, uh, basis where Amazon has got most of the stock. So right. um, if you live in a country that has Amazon, my book will be in their warehouse. Yeah, that's awesome. So you can get it worldwide. You just you don't have do. you just don't have yours yet, which is sad. It looks good. It's nice. It's uh, glossy. It's clean. Uh, <laughs> it's very good. Well, guys, uh, there will be new content that's going to be coming out for Halloween Horror Nights. You know we're going to cover it. We're also just going to cover the history. We got great guests coming up, and there's some we can't really even tease yet, but you're going to like them. If you let's just say this, if you liked the Mike interview, and you have an interest in Halloween Horror Nights, we got some good ones coming up, Chris. Oh, just the best. I mean, we're. We've got a lot of feelers out, and we're just waiting for people to come back, but we have got some really good ones lined up. Yeah, I mean, some of these were just literally just like the dates in two weeks that we're recording. So you know, some of these are going to come up very soon. And people are approaching us. Yes, which is very so, nice. So that's very nice. It's very nice. Thank you guys all for listening to ScareZone. Uh, every episode we put out, you know, it's exciting to watch the numbers, see how many people listening, hear the comments. A lot of people are on our Facebook account, but people will really get active on our Twitter account. You can find that at SZ podcast like scare zone sz podcast on twitter on facebook it is just facebook.com slash scare zone or on instagram it's very limited right now but we are starting to really kick up the instagram thanks to travis for taking some pictures for us and really sharing his awesome photography uh, that is at sz podcast as well and of course there's other things you can do like get chris's book like we said over on our website and chris you know, they're listening to this and they have Amazon Prime. I think I got mine overnight, so you could get yours tomorrow. <laughs> you could do. I could should order for myself. There you go. You know, come on, man. Don't be a cheapskate. Buy your own book. That's uh, <laughs> that's part of it. And uh, obviously, Scott has a lot going on, but I know he still has his eBay store going. You can find that on our website. And uh, as Scott goes around touring with the WWE, it gets harder and harder to get the three of us in the room at the same time. But uh, it was a blast to talk to Scott. And I'm sure he will join us at a later show. I know he wanted to come on for the trackers because his son is a huge fan. So it's uh, unfortunate he couldn't make it on for that part. I'm glad he was on the top. And that's going to do it for Scare Zone today. I really appreciate it. Please, if you don't mind, head over to iTunes and rate and review the podcast. It really helps us get featured more, get some more eyeballs on just what we're doing here at Scare Zone and sharing the love of Halloween Horror Nights. Again, that's going to do it. I'm Logan Seculo. That's Chris Ripley. Also, Scott Garland. And what do I say at the end? I forget what I even say. I say, oh, yeah. And, uh, and I forget my own tagline. And remember, keep your eyes closed and your ears open. This has been a production of Lawful Brown Studios. Copyright 2016.